Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and happy hoe hours to those creeping in the shadows. This is Tea with Tammy. interesting one lots of juicy topics and revelations to get to but first let's get into some tea now I know you all (laughs) were starting to view me as that deadbeat dad that never holds his word and that never picks you up for the weekend and always leaves you on the stoop with your backpack looking just sad but even though I always got the juice haha daddy Tammy this time's got the tea Cause I know I, I peep side eyes. I know y'all be like, uh, why you got a whole ass show called Tea with Tammy, but never got tea. So you know what? Sit down, be humble and sip this tea. This tea actually comes with a story. It's a brief one. Don't feel like it's about to be story time when it comes to my personal life. It's actually a tea I've already mentioned in season one, but I got to bring it back around cause it's a really good tasting tea. And so it is the Peach Tranquility Tea from Tavana. And the story with this tea is, oh, inside side note, I guess I should say. <laughs> Lots of side notes. Um, this has nothing to do with the taste of the tea. Uh, the tea is great. It tastes like peach. Smells so strong and delicious. It's just as soon as you pop the top on the tea can or whatever your packaging for the Peach tran- Tranquility is, you're just going to... You're just going to turn into a whole new person. It's going to be the Hulk effect, like turning into the Hulk, but it's going to be a positive. You're not going to be mad. You're not going to be angry. You're just going to be filling yourself. And so it's going to be a full transformation. It's going to be like a wolf when they see the moon. And so side, side note, back to that. The story with this tea is I actually repackaged this tea into smaller little jars, really cute, and gifted it to some friends Uh, I'm using that word loosely right now, all shade intended. And they actually invited me to be a guest on their podcast. And this was quite some time ago. And since I've recorded that podcast, I have not heard that podcast. I have not seen the upload of this podcast. I've not seen a tweet about me being on a podcast with you all. And I'm feeling some type of way because, I mean, I went out of my way to be a great, um... I would like to feel like an attribution to the show, even brought a gift, and we really talked about some really good topics, some juicy stuff as well, but hey, didn't it didn't hit the internet waves. You're probably thinking, damn, she going hard, she don't like these people. Um... There's no anger on my side, so chill that out. Don't, don't, don't start writing a script for Diary of a Mad Black Woman too. I'm just really disappointed. I hate when you put effort into something and you're really even excited about it as well. And you do everything in your power to make sure that it goes as planned. And people on their end don't contribute that same. When I give 100, I like to see 100 back. And so I'll go ahead and put in that extra 100 that they were supposed to give you all. in this podcast. So you're getting 200% of Tea with Tammy today. But after that conclusion of that side side note, 
please get the peach tranquility tea. It will change your life. And you just steep it for a bit in some hot water. I like to add some honey to it, you know, if you're feeling kind of, you know, childish with your sugar <laughs> and you need your fix, go ahead and just add some sugar. I mean, it's not a tea that I would recommend to blend with sugar. I don't think it needs it, but if you're if you need that sweetness, go on and add it, boo. Moving right along, let's just jump into some things that have happened in the past week. One big topic we need to definitely address just because it's a platform that I reach you all on and it's SoundCloud and how SoundCloud was about to be obsolete. And it's something that was news to me. I did not realize how hard SoundCloud was having it when it comes to funding their site and keeping things afloat. I learned that they were really laying off employees. They were having to close offices and they were expected to be no more in 50 days or less. But the almighty savior and God's child himself, Chance the Rapper, he tweeted out that he had a great conversation with whoever runs SoundCloud and that SoundCloud is here to stay. And then SoundCloud confirmed that. They then tweeted that they're here to stay. And so thanks, Chance, for allowing Tea with Tammy to continue to live. But here's what I would like to, you know, add to that. Let's sip on something real quick. Obviously, we as artists and entertainers and people with voices on these type of streaming services and platforms really need to do our research on what's going on. Um, maybe I'm just speaking to myself when it comes to this, but damn, I was about to have no platform to upload my podcast in 50 days. And although 50 days seems like it's far away, it's really not when it comes to the procrastination of Tammy from Tea with Tammy. And then also as an artist or entertainer or someone with a voice on a streaming service like this, also, well, one, of course, having a backup, uh, duh. And then two, supporting the platform. I mean, if you're taking advantage of this service and even as a consumer, occasionally maybe purchase something, subscribe to something. And I know that could be asking a lot of someone when their funds ain't right or they're just used to not paying for something. I don't fault you for that. But just know that sometimes paying that dollar fee um, for that extra incentive of being on the site isn't that bad. And it really shows love in the best way possible for that company. And take advantage of deals. I mean, you don't have to sign up for that first whatever go-round of what they offer you. When Christmas or New Year's came around, SoundCloud had a deal where you sign or subscribe to SoundCloud Go. It was only going to be 99 cents a month. And so that's all that I pay for SoundCloud Go. I mean, I don't know what the price is now, but I would assume that, that was a deal or a special that I subscribe to. And so just taking advantage of that. And so you're kind of doing your compromise and meeting them halfway with, okay, I'll pay for something, but it's got to be, you know, <laughs> it's got to be on the dollar menu. So shout out to SoundCloud. I hope you forever live on. And I actually pay in total $16 to you all. Because I mean, I'm paying the $15 a month and my 99 cents a month. I mean, whew, this is starting to get a little steep. <laughs> but um, keeping the ball rolling 
and kind of letting the snowball a roll with this topic. Speaking of Chance, um, he was under fire on Twitter, kind of, sort of, not really. Um, I really liked his approach to the whole drama, and we'll talk about that more in a bit. But Chance the Rapper is under fire by Justice League, you know, just claiming that Chance the Rapper did not pay for the reworking of the production or beat of No Problems. Now, No Problems is a smash hit song. Won a Grammy, I believe. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. But I really do think it's Grammy Award winning. But if it's not Grammy Award winning, it's definitely Grammy nominated. So if someone was not paid during the process of making this smash hit Grammy nominated, Grammy Award winning song, they deserve every right to come forward and speak on it. But here, but here's the thing. And uh, here's the tea on this. How you go about it definitely is a big part when it comes to the outcome and moving forward with addressing the issue. Justice League, they got on Twitter and yes, brought the issue up about not being paid, but they're talking about pulling up, how chances are going to do us like he did his baby mama. Like they're just talking very disrespectful and in the realm of just business and Justice League being kind of veterans when it comes to the industry and production wise. What are you doing? Like, this is Chance the Rapper. And I feel like they're kind of underestimating the power of his great image that he has right now. And I really think that he has a lot of stands. And I also saw a lot of fans just going in on Justice League. Like, who are you? Y'all aren't relevant. These are crazy accusations. Just coming at him just off of being a fan of Chance. And you know how that goes. Little B fans are a great example of doing this no matter what little b says they're going to ride for him and if anyone even tries to disrespect him your life is basically over at least on the internet so i really think justice league kind of shot themselves in the foot even if everything they say is true about not getting paid how you go about getting the money is a big deal as well i know on first instinct you want to wild out pull up with your baseball bat like it's the 90s and you're in TLC or NWA trying to get your check that you earned but that's just not how you do things and even though I love it as for drama and beef and I have something to cover it's not great for business and to be someone who's kind of fizzing out when it comes to popularity when it comes to a a name in mainstream. I know Justice League is very prominent when it comes to the culture, but right now you're 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 not really popping when it comes to you know you always hear Mike Will made it. You always hear Metro Boomin, and so that's what we're used to right now. And so so for us to be reminded of your name and it's like in this bad taste, it's not a good look. That's what I'm trying to say. And what I was touching on earlier, I love Chance's way of going about this beef because he just, he sent out one tweet. He said, this is true, blah, blah, blah. You can read the tweet, you can get online, blah, blah, blah. But I just like how he just left it at his one tweet and he didn't address it no further on the internet. And so one, he keeps his great image because he's not digging a hole for himself by slipping up and saying something stupid on Twitter 
And two, it turns around and allows the other person to do that to themselves. And so I thought that was really smart. Shout out to Chance. Pay whoever you haven't paid Chance. Get Sweep this. Well, not sweep this under the rug. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the wrong verbiage. Go ahead and just nip this in the bud. Don't sweep it under the rug. Pay whoever you need to pay and move on. And I love how you keep it to a mem- minimum when you come to addressing your beef. Ooh, and then a side note too. Uh, I was watching Everyday um, Struggle and they were talking about this. And they were saying how we can't really picture chance the rapper really pulling up on someone and really like addressing beef like in real life and i completely disagree do we not remember how chance introduced himself onto the scene being on suspension being already a bad boy and then (laughs) in making the song fuck you talk about do we not remember do we not know he's from Chicago? So don't don't ever try and play chance. Just because he puts on a little suit and he gets on his little activist stuff doesn't mean he ain't got these hands. So let's not forget where he comes from, okay? Moving on, we've talked about SoundCloud. We've talked about Chance the Rapper. Now let's get a little bit more serious and let's talk about R. Kelly. R. Kelly, yes, that man who made the song You Saved Me. You know the gospel song where he's talking to God? For at least three minutes straight. Yeah, that R. Kelly. Um, he's being accused of having a sex cult. And let's just cut to the chase. None of us are surprised. Okay, let's keep it 1,000 right now. I already told you I was going to keep it 200%, but let's keep it 1,000 right now. Just because you're not convicted of something does not mean you are innocent. Point blank, period. And so him in that dismiss of whatever went on and him peeing on someone, that is irrelevant. I don't give two fucks that this man has not seen the inside of a jail cell. We know he did it. We know that he has this pattern. And this accusation comes from this BuzzFeed um, article that's written or had the reports from the same journalist who's been covering R. Kelly for like the past 10 years in his whole sex allegations. And so there's tons of proof. There's tons of evidence. There's tons of accusations. There's tons of cases. And here we are trying to act surprised on Twitter, on the TL, saying, oh my gosh, our legend is a pervert. And the irony is we all saw the Boondocks episode and then we just went about our business and did exactly what happened in the Boondocks episode. And we ignored the facts that R. Kelly did something and we kind of turned a blind eye to it because he makes great music. And it's unfortunate. I'm going to keep it real. You know I am. I love R. Kelly's music. I really do. I really, really do. 12 Play is a classic album but what kind of drew the line for me and redrawed the line for me um recently because Charlemagne posted a tweet and in his tweet well actually it wasn't his tweet he was responding to someone else saying well it actually wasn't his tweet he was responding to a tweet someone had said on twitter When y'all gonna learn to separate people from their actions? It's entirely possible to hate R. Kelly, but still like his music. And then Charlemagne said back, pretty tough when you realize the inspiration for a lot of his music hasn't hit puberty yet. Whoa, right? When you start really putting it into perspective in real life situations and put yourself in someone's shoes, 
it it's a whole new experience when listening to the music. For example, I am someone who thoroughly loves Ratchet movies. I watched recently the movie The Players Club. And in The Players Club, there's a scene where Diamond comes out. She does a very sensual dance. It's very classy. It's a, it's a staple in the movie. It's a great scene, not gonna lie. And as I was rewatching it, I realized that R. Kelly is in the background singing, Seems like you're ready. And I'm just like, whoa, like those lyrics right there seems like you're ready (laughs) oh my gosh and so him liking underage girls and keeping them hostage in a cult and then you sing the song seems like you're ready it just puts a nasty taste in your mouth you're just creeped out you feel dirty you feel like you just feel like you're a bad person for singing along and that's where I'm at right now with R. Kelly. I would have loved for him to just have a more wholesome, moral following life and not have these type of sick things go on and die as a legend that he potentially was going to be with the great music that he's made. But as I listen to music now and just know all of the details of what is being alleged it's it's just it's too much it's too much and to be honest I believe it all I really do I don't think R. Kelly is the type of person that someone would sought out to just ruin I really think he, he's doing this to himself I don't think anyone's making up anything I don't I don't think R. Kelly's that that dude right now to just be lying on it's just, there's no reason for it like why We're, what what are you getting out of lying on R. Kelly in 2017 But what I really want to talk about is, well, one, what are we going to do now moving forward when we hear a great R. Kelly song? Um, I know we have cookouts. I know we have family reunions. I know we have little get-togethers and kickbacks. And Step in the Name of Love, you know, that one-two-step, that's a good, catchy-ass song. So is Ignition Remix, Trapped in a Closet. You know, that's hilarious to listen to with your friends. So what are you going to do? What are we going to do? Me? I'm going to skip the song. That's the that's the choice I've made. I'm going to go ahead and just skip, skip. And I'm working on other artists because R. Kelly's not the only person who has a troubling lifestyle, harmful lifestyle, detrimental lifestyle, any word that you're trying to use, nasty lifestyle, criminal lifestyle. Um, he's not the only one. And I actually enjoy music from other people who've done really bad things. And that's something that I'm working on. I'm a flawed human being. A lot of others are struggling with that as well. And that kind of brings us to our main topic that I wanted to talk about today. And that's separating the artist from the person. Again, I'm a flawed, very flawed person. With that being said, I find separating the artist from the person very easy to do. I'm sorry. I've been doing it, I feel like, since the beginning of time. (laughs) And I've had no issue with doing it, but of course, in this new age of me just trying to be a better version of myself and be more woke and be more understanding and, you know, really being in touch with things that go on society, I'm trying to work on that because the consensus is that it shouldn't be an easy thing to do. It shouldn't be something that you do. And if you're someone who disagrees with that, definitely comment on this and tell me your viewpoints because hey I I was there with you but me 
I'm traveling down a path where I'm trying to align the artist and the person. And a great example of that is Chris Brown. Chris Brown is a walking legend to me. I think Chris Brown is so talented. He dances, he sings, he raps, he draws. He he's in fashion. He's you know, he's just everywhere. He does you know, his all his own stunts. He dances amazingly and he's fine. Like Chris Brown really can't go wrong when it comes to his talents and his natural gift. But we all know Chris Brown is also crazy. And so <laughs> and I know I'm laughing, but it, it really is a serious matter because Chris Brown is an abuser. He puts women in danger. And to me, he hasn't shown not one sign of trying to move in a better direction when it comes to resolving some internal issues that he clearly has. Oh, but come on. Have you heard Take Me Down? Have you heard Party? Have you heard Kiss Kiss? Have you heard Yo or Run It? And this is just like his early shit. We're not even talking about like a lot of his newer shit that's also still good. And so it's really hard for me to just turn off a Chris Brown song. And again, you know how I've been saying how our topics are really mostly just open-ended and something to carry with you on how do you decide to take this information and what are you going to do differently in the world talking about these topics. And so I'm a working project. I'm constantly in progress. I actually have the hieroglyphic of in progress on my wrist. And so (laughs) I am constantly trying to get better at this with trying to hold people accountable for their actions. They can't just go around beating women, abusing women, holding them in a sex cult and put out a hot song and think we're going to forget. You can't do that. I'm sorry. But just a little bit more to add to the R. Kelly sex cult thing. I saw how they actually brought the girl. There's this one girl in specific right now that her family came forward, said that R. Kelly is holding her hostage. She's in a sex cult. And the girl actually came forward and was like, hey, I'm fine. I'm not in a sex cult. But in the video, which was posted on TMZ, there's a shadow um, on that's showing on her shirt of someone behind the camera, like kind of guiding her, directing her on what not to say. Um, and so she's doing like a live feed or an interview or something from, um, I think a laptop and, you know, they're asking her these questions and someone's in the background just motioning like, nope, don't say, don't answer that. Nope, nope, nope. Like doing the cutting motion towards their neck. Like, nope, mm -mm -mm, we're not going to talk about that. No, don't tell them how I'm not feeding you. And so like things like that. And it's just really sad. And if you see that video and you clearly see the shadow in the background telling someone not to say or speak on a specific topic of being in a sex cult, there's an issue. I really do hope R. Kelly gets the help that he needs. Maybe he can turn things around, get some help, go to a rehab center. I don't know what you do in these situations. I really don't. I don't know what that process is, but I hope he takes the necessary steps so he can cure this sickness and stop harming others. Um, or really quickly talk about is Insecure and how I am super excited that it's going to start this Sunday. Insecure is back. Issa Rae, Black Girl Magic is put in on for us. I swear to you, this show is amazing. It's funny. It is very telling. 
it's a very it's a mirror of a lot of young adults today and so I think it's a very relatable show and I look forward to Issa channeling or going through a hoe phase I need that I saw in the trailer her going on dates I need her to explore I want I want to see a different side of Issa I know that she had sex outside of her relationship already but I really want to see her I really want to see her in the act with other people and interacting with other men and how that goes for her. So I'm excited to see what comes of that as well. And plus, I hope Daniel is still like around and lingering because man, that that man is fine. I mean, so is Lawrence, but whoo, that chocolate, that dark chocolate. Yes, it was perfect. Thank you, Issa, for 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 casting him for the job. And then last thing really quickly, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood starts next week. I'm also excited for that. I know it's a ratchet show, it's reality, it's trash, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's super entertaining. And you all know that I follow anything and everything that has the word hip hop in it. And so I'm going to be tuned in, popcorn, edge of my seat. And I would also like to mention that one of my throwback Black Girl Magics, um, idols I should say that I had in middle school Brooke Valentine is going to be on the show oh my gosh I loved her I had her album and everything I knew all the words to the song cover girl I probably still do if you let me hear it once and she's going to be on the show she also made the show or not the show the song girl fight and it was remixed and it was a lot more aggressive on the remix (laughs) I think was Remy Ma on that song I don't know but it was an all-girl remix. But anyway, it was this, the song Girl Fight with Big Boy. But anyways, she's going to be on the show. She has some relationship drama. She's trying to get back in the studio. You know, the, the typical storylines. But it's nice to just see an old familiar face. I definitely love when they, they throw in a, you know, an oldie for me. Just because I've been I've been in the culture for a while. And so I remember faces very well. But that's all the tea I wanted to spill today follow on all the social media sites per usual next week i hope i keep it rolling with the tea but like i said before you know i always got the juice